to the Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for your time. So many other options out there, and you've chosen to listen to the show. It's uh, fantastic, and, uh, and the support is definitely appreciated. Uh, have a, a really interesting interview. One of the things uh, I keep saying about this uh, podcast is, is I is I like to try to give listeners sort of a different angle of what's going on in the game, and um, we actually talk about something that not too many people might really think about, and it's actually uh, the score sheet today, um, and it's uh, the how the um, how the score sheet is, is done, um, at the scores table. And, um, and we talked to, uh, Miguel Bouillon, who is the CEO of the NBN 23 project, uh, based out of Spain. And, uh, it's, it's really, um, you can say revolutionary. Uh, I mean, it's definitely going from uh, paper and pen to, uh, to digital and uh, opens up a lot of possibilities and a lot of possibilities throughout the entire world. And, uh, and uh, you know, Miguel uh, talks about it. Uh, before we get to that, I want to uh, break down the big three, as we do every week, uh, stories that we are uh, watching. Um, the, the story we're actually, you know, kind of watching right now is... Uh, uh, another different postponement. Uh, we, we've been used to, uh, COVID, uh, causing problems with calendars. And this time it's actually a snowstorm, uh, here in Europe. And it was, uh, Panathinaikos Athens, uh, hosting, a, uh, it was actually around a ninth, 18 year league, uh, makeup game and, uh, against, uh, Shagiris. And, uh, it was postponed because of snow, uh, in Athens, uh, in the Greek capital, uh, there in the Mediterranean, down in southern Europe, and uh, they got hit with some snow, and uh, weren't uh, Shagiris was not able to to come in, so they've uh, postponed that game. Uh, so uh, it's something different, different twist on on what you uh, on what uh, um, here in, in in especially down down in southern Europe, a different reason for a game to be canceled. Uh, youngster, we're watching. Uh, there's uh, rumors going around that uh, Tristan Vuksovic, uh, the uh, big man with Real Madrid, uh, might be on his way to Partizan. Reports out of out of um, out of uh, uh, Serbia. Uh, have him maybe going there uh, on loan for the rest of the season and maybe next season. Uh, he's been able to get in a few games, um, but I think a I think a, a, a move to a move somewhere where he can really play more uh, would really be beneficial for him. Uh, and you know the 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 rumor kind of started really flying when uh, when when Real Madrid uh, signed brought back uh, Gabriel Deck the. Argentinian uh, forward, and so just you figured that would be even fewer minutes for Vukcevic than than he was already getting. Uh, he was part of the rotation, but not a very big part of the rotation. And I just think that it would be really good for him to get uh, more playing time. Event we're watching, uh, last of the big three, BCL Basketball Champions League. Uh, you know we're we're in the round of sixteen now, so we're starting to get into the into the money time uh the actually there's still one plan that's promete and and hopo jerusalem uh promete just uh, finished uh 
uh, at the buzzer getting uh, a victory over Hapu they'll go to game three in that one and uh, you know we've already seen uh, a couple of road victories in the BCL uh, Tenerife knocked off knocked off uh, Falco Sympathy and then uh, Cluj with the surprise over Unicaja uh, Cluj the Romanian uh, powers come in and ha- continue on with their magical season and grab the first game uh, on the road uh, in that round of 16 group with uh, against Unicaja with the 79-73 victory so uh, just you know more fun you know we have uh, we have games uh, Wednesday and Thursday uh, Wednesday we have today we have uh, Ritas and, and Strasbourg and Ludwigsburg and Dijon and then on, on Thursday is actually the game three of the uh, of the play-in between uh, Hapu Jerusalem and and Promete. So that's what we're watching. Uh, the event we're watching right now, just uh, with uh, with its a different sort of um, you know the the year league is is still uh, you know mid season, a little bit past the mid season mark. Same thing with Euro Cup, where you know now we've already had a, a play-in, just about done as the play-ons playoffs play-in. Uh, uh, series, and now we're in the round of 16. Um, all right, let's get to the uh, sneak peek of our uh, Taking the Charge Prospects podcast. Uh, if you become a uh, please subscribe to the show, I uh, go to the pod, go to the uh, to the Substack, taking the charge com, and you can subscribe to the show and uh, uh, subscribe to Substack. And then you could also become a paid subscriber. And with that, you get access to the Taking the Charge Prospects podcast. Each week, I have an interview with a prospect uh, in international basketball. And you also get uh, full archives of the Talking Talent podcast. That's where my, uh, I like to call it my little army of scout. Uh, they they come on and we talk about three prospects, each of them. So that's nine prospects uh, nine, nine prospects a week and that's really worldwide so that you get the full access um, archived access and then uh, so this is uh, uh, the interview we did with uh, uh, Matija Rudan uh, 2001 born Cro- Croatian playing on loan from Bayern Munich to uh, Mega Belgrade so uh, enjoy this and we'll catch you on the other side you mentioned NBA. Obviously, that's that's the goal. Uh, where do you think your game is? What do you what do you what do you think you need to work on? I mean, uh, for sure, the NBA is a goal for for all of the players who are playing basketball. Everyone who is starting to play basketball, thinking about, uh, I want to play in NBA. But I mean, but I mean, over the years, as I was maturing, I mean, I I stopped thinking about it like that. I mean, I'm I'm right right now in Mega in their development program and I'm I'm playing I should say I'm playing uh, really good so I'm really focusing on that on that next game and everything I'm not really that I'm not focusing really that much on where will I play on in in 10 years in 5 years I'm just focusing on right now pra- practicing getting better like every next game to play to play better and uh, my focus is now on that I'm not focusing that much NBA EuroLeague where I will play next and blah 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 and all of that yeah. What are some of the things that you're really working on and improving? I mean, you can, I mean, you always have to work on and improve everything. I mean, you you never have like if if you hit 10 threes in one game and you say, "Oh, that's it. I'm I'm the best shooter." No, you have to practice every day. You have every day to to go on on that court and shoot 500 
500 shots or 1000 shots or 300 doesn't matter you just you just have to shoot and practice and in, improve your game every 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 single day all of all of the things not just shot or defense you have to improve everything every day okay yeah young young guy and uh, just uh, it you know it's a really good step for him jumping to um, the Adriatic League and getting some playing time there. And, um, okay, so uh, move on to our interview of the week. As I mentioned, uh, Miguel Bouillon uh, talking, uh, the CEO of NBN uh, NBN 23. Uh, it's a really good project that uh, that he's instituted and uh, has, him and his team and uh, have uh, gone worldwide on it. And it's really, uh, I would say, revolutionizing how the, how the score sheet is done and uh, given a lot more pe- people around the world access to to, to games. Um, and so uh, enjoy the interview. Uh, again, subscribe to the show, subscribe to the podcast, uh, become a paid subscriber. It would be fantastic. And we will talk to you next week. All right. So on the show this week, we have Miguel Bouillon, the CEO of the NBN23 uh, project. Uh, Miguel, thanks for coming on. Appreciate your time. Thank you, David. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh, um, so, uh, basically, uh, one of the things that I, I love about this podcast is is being able to you know just uh, jump around and just talk about various dif- different areas uh, in and around the game of basketball. And and uh, I was um, I was uh, I was uh, 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 your name. Your this project came up. And I uh, just kind of wanted to, to kind of uh, uh, get a little bit more information and inform some people about it. Um, so as we said, it's, it's the NBN uh, 23 project. Um, looking through it, I, I kind of describe it as the digi- digitalization of the in-game score card. Uh, would you say that's pretty accurate? That's pretty accurate. Yeah, I would say that... Um... Uh, actually, that for us, that's really the very beginning of, of everything. That's where everything starts. It's like, okay. it's like digitizing uh, something that was analog until now. Okay. Uh, well, and then well, is when well, we start. Well, let's start because I guess it started in 2015. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, you know, was there, um, you know, maybe what was the aha moment, if you will, uh, when you thought, you know what, something needs to be done here. This is, there's, a, <laughs> right. there's something that can be that can be changed that can help a lot of people. So, so, you know, like I said, it, it all started in 2015, maybe just talk about how it started. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, basically we were uh, Javier and I, which basically were the co-founders of, of the project. We were having, um, uh, we were working in multinationals, but uh, in our past life, we had a really, really uh, good relationship with basketball. We were basketball players ourselves, you know, and we have always loved uh, the game of basketball. So after uh, many years of working in the multinational industry, we got together and said, well, why don't we uh, try and make something special? And actually, as, as basketball really gave us so much when we were growing up, uh, friends, uh, working culture, ethics, uh, it gave us really so much. Uh, we were in a point of our lives that we wanted to give back and we wanted to make something that was huge for us. Uh, we wanted to make it a little bit better. And we, um, when we analyzed where basketball was back in 2015, 
uh, we realized that there was a lot of things that were being done exactly the same way as they were doing uh, being done, you know, a hundred years ago. Uh, and, uh, and that uh, started with, um, uh, with, a, with a scoring. Um, so because at the end, there's a huge uh, amount of information and a huge value on, on the information that comes out of the, uh, of the score sheet. But uh, it was not uh, digital at all. You know? So the, uh, the, most of the teams were still handing the piece of paper and trying to get some information out of it uh, in a not very efficient way, especially nowadays that we live in a, in a digital world. Um, so we thought that we could really improve globally the game of basketball, not only think about the professional basketball, but especially on the grassroots for all the people that have uh, less possibilities and less access to have a uh, high-end uh, technology. And that's where, where we started. It's like, well, we, we can, with everything and all the experience that we have gained through all the, uh, our experience in, the, in the working for uh, multinationals, let's try to get it here in this new project and uh, let's try to improve the, the game of, of basketball as we know it. And that's how everything started. Yeah, you, you mentioned technology in that um, at the end. How did you go about putting together the technology then that you needed to to get this done? Well, I mean, at the end, um, when we when we started the project, to be honest, uh, we um, we thought it was uh, pretty straightforward. It's like you know, we saw it because again, uh, think about that we were almost twenty years working in uh, more of a uh, technological environment. So for us, technology was our, you know, day to day. So when we, um, when we face this, it's like, Hey, I mean, there's so much that technology can do to the game of basketball, and especially for the community, for the coaches, for the players, for the fans, for the parents. Uh, so we, um, we wanted to give that piece of technology. And at the very beginning, we thought that it was a no brainer. It's like, Hey, I mean, with the technology that is out there and with some things that happened, uh, with uh, some technologies dropping prices like tablets and things like that, it really made it uh, a lot easier, you know. Um, uh, but then is when we started to face more of a cultural problem um, because at the end, I think that that's something that we, uh, of course, we can talk more in detail uh, about it later on. Uh, but if, if there's not a, a lot of human touch on this digital transition, the digital transition doesn't happen. So that's something that we learn along the way. So it's not that much about technology, which of course you need the technology to make things happen, but uh, it's also about uh, walking together and making this digital transition possible. So yeah, that's the, that was our uh, things that we have learned along the way for sure. And, and so how does it work? How, how is it, how's it used? I mean, is it, is it the score? Uh, using an app, using a tablet, using a computer at the scores table. How, 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 what, what's, you know, give us some of the, 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 you know, the breakdown of, of how it's used. Yeah. Um, so basically what we have done is we have um, migrated uh, a very manual and analog process that was a, a scorekeeper with a pen and paper, just keeping track of everything that was happening, uh, migrating into a, a digital uh, a, a digital way of doing things. Um, so how do we do it? One of the cool, the, the, the key things on all this was uh, uh, the, uh, the, the possibility of doing it in every single basketball game that is played out there. Uh, so we always talk about scalability. Uh, you mentioned PCs. So when uh, at the very 
beginning uh, of the project, it seemed that PCs was the way to go. But PCs are not scalable on many, on many, for many reasons, you know, in terms of price, in terms of connection, uh, connectivity, in terms of uh, power need and so on. It's, it's just not scalable. space, space at the square table. Space needed. <laughs> People on the on the table because you know it's it's a lot less efficient and, and fast. Mm -hmm. So we migrated all that into a tablet, and that's how we started. We started with a tablet. So uh, imagine the scorekeeper instead of bringing a pen and paper, they started to bring a tablet. That was that's how it started. But then we went a little bit farther along the way, and then we went mobile, and that's when we really started to scale up because it was accessible for basically anyone and everyone has a mobile device. Um, so, you know, with their own device, they can just download the app, get the credentials, download the game with all the uh, information that it's out there uh, and that has been validated by the operator, federation, organizer. And in a lot simpler way, they can just uh, tap on the different actions that are happening within the game which at this at the same time as they're happening, they are uploaded into the cloud, and all the community can enjoy uh, a live game with uh, and and the, and the cool thing because probably we have seen that in the NBA for for some time, you know. But the cool thing about this is that you can have like an under twelve year old kid game, and you can be following exactly uh, as as you were watching a, an NBA game. So that's really that's what makes it really cool. So it's it's nbn23.com. Uh, um, you there's there's a uh, in-game app. There's the Swish app. Um, maybe maybe uh, what features e do each of those do um, in this whole process? So basically, we have uh, two major apps which uh, you mentioned. One it's called in-game, and that's only for the game scorekeeper. So it's like the, 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 the score sheet that they have in paper. Now they do it digital and we call that in-game. So that's unique for the scorekeeper. And then we have the fun engagement app. We call it Swish. Okay. So on the Swish app, uh, and, and sometimes in some markets like Germany, we have a spin-off with, uh, it's called DBB scores. And, you know, it's the same, it's a spin-off app with, uh, with all the information. But basically um, that's where, the fans, the parents, the players, the clubs, the federation can log in and can enjoy all the information that it's transformed. So at the end, whatever the scorekeeper uh, records, then they can see it live on, on the fan engagement app. Um, I would like to mention that uh, we also divided because at the end, as, as you go lower into the basketball levels, uh, there's uh, you know some things that you can record. So we have basically created two ways of recording uh, the, uh, the information in the game. One, it's the basic one. The other one is the advanced one. What is the difference? With the basic, at the end, what we have done, we have uh, substituted directly what you do on a regular score sheet, which is just keeping tracks of the uh, points made, not misses, not uh, score uh, uh, shot chart or anything like that. It's just like if you make a two-point shot, three-point shot, if you make a free throw, uh, fouls, and you know basically that's it. So it's extremely simple to use. So you, you can imagine, uh, you have a cell phone, you have a, this, which is very, very simple. I can tell you within three minutes, you're up and running. If you would have to go into a, a regular score sheet, you might need one whole month of training 
to go through it, you know, to understand how you have to fill it in and so on. You know, so with our app, it's so much easier, so much faster to do. So they, that's basically uh, what we have on the basic one. And then for several leagues, several uh, levels, we also have the advanced. And on the advanced, of course, we're keeping track of more things, which is these, the rebounds, the assist, the blocks, uh, the shot chart, and, and all those things. So it's, uh, it's more compelling, more complete for the community. Uh, and basically, we have those two, uh, two different options uh, for, for the fan engagement app. Um, I, I know this is probably a, a mundane uh, question, but, you know, um, how because um, i mean the 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 referee has to uh, s uh sign uh to the 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 final scorecard is is there in the app is there a space where they do it with their finger or or a or a yes. pen whatever that's that's in there then so, so that step is still involved it's just that the that the referee comes up to the tablet whatnot and and and, and signs it like that then with a finger or yeah. whatnot that that's absolutely right i mean okay. uh, on this on this <laughs> The, the, one of the things that we have learned i know i know that's a nerdy official uh no, no, question but it, but 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 it's it's absolutely it, no it's it's it, 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 it legitimizes the 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 scorecard that's why i asked correct yeah correct yeah. at the end in these digital processes it is very important that uh people feel confident mm -hmm. and people feel that what they used to do somehow is still there yeah you know yeah. so at the end uh for example when you sign um for yeah, it's Am you, you get you, your you, Amazon package, for example, with a you, pen. That's absolutely, yeah. You can do uh, on the tablet, on the mobile device. There's a space where you can sign yeah. with, with the uh, with a pen, with uh, your finger, as exactly as uh, that delivery that you were mentioning. Yeah. Uh, but also, we also have the option of just having like a code. And you can also uh, sign with a code. So it depends on oh, how okay. you want. Because, gotcha. uh, and, and sometimes for some organizers, they don't even want to use that. So what we have done is very modular. So uh, we adjust to the needs of, of uh, whatever it's needed. Just imagine, I will, uh, I will give you uh, one example that it's happening uh, with the pandemic, which is that at the end with the pandemic, uh, maybe you don't want, and of course, I think things have improved. Uh, but uh, there was a time where people were very scared to get close to each other. So just imagine if I have to sign with my finger, which maybe I didn't wash, and I have to sign on, on, on the tablet, maybe I don't want that. So th those things, we, we always have it as an option. So uh, do you want to sign with your uh, and have a physical signature? We can do it. Do you want to have a code? We can do it. Do you want to uh, you want to sign because it's uh, more of a three on three on the street and you know there it doesn't need to be so official? Then we can also do it so it's faster. So whatever it's needed, we we have a good solution for for the organizer. You mentioned you mentioned uh, the advanced version and 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 you mentioned it actually um, uh, there's the there's the, the shot chart and there's there's a heat map in there um, mm -hmm. that that sounds like more um uh, more and more detailed um and probably more trained work for the score is that correct that that yeah i mean that's correct i mean the um the main difference between the basic and the advanced is that with the basic basically what you need to understand how to do is how to read the referee so when the referee says well it's a basket two-point basket by number 15 you just see it, you just put it, and that's it. When you go to an advanced, you need uh, a statistics knowledge. So, for example, you need to know what it is a rebound. 
Because how about if there's a rebound and I tap it and somebody else gets the rebound? Do you know, you know, you know you how to, to, uh, to score that? Correct. Yeah. You need to know. Uh, if you play good defense, for example, and somebody steals the ball, who gets the credit for the steal? Is it the person that steals the ball or is it the person that really get, uh, made a great difference? And uh, due to the fact that he created this great defense, got the steal. The same goes for the block, you know. Do you know how to uh, record a block? Because the block has a certain number of actions that are involved. Uh, and you need to know that. So in terms of going into the more of a, the uh, advanced, you need to have a statistical uh, knowledge. Of course, we one of the things that we launched uh, last year was a, a really detailed platform for training and certification. And we do training and certification for both basic and the advanced and in both of them if you go to the advanced we also do kind of a statistical uh training where we teach those things it's like okay this is what it is consider an assist this is what it is consider a block and this is how you record a block so you know i think it's it's pretty cool it's pretty powerful what we have done and uh, it also helps out but for sure uh our advice uh david just to uh so you have uh uh, a view on this is when you go basic, you usually need just one scorekeeper can do it. And actually it's much easier than what they used to do by pen and paper. If you go advanced, our suggestion is to have two, one spotter or maybe somebody that it's running the clock and he's spotting the, the person that is because, you know, it has more actions that you have to record and sometimes you might lose some information. So it's, it's good. All right, here's a basketball statistical philosophy question for you. Do you believe in uh, an assist for the free throw or not? Yes, I do. You do? Okay. Yes, I do. I don't, I don't, I don't, I I, I haven't come on board on that because I mean, I I understand the principle, but I mean, what's this? Who's to say that you shouldn't give an alley oop um, to a guy that misses an assist to to the passer of an alley oop? who, you know, just wasn't able to finish it, you know what I mean? So, I don't well, know. yeah, but, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, I thought, I thought uh, your question was a slightly different. I thought you were mentioning if I, if I uh, give a potential assist and you miss the shot because they follow you, because they follow you, yeah. you know, that if, if, if you miss, so if I make a great pass, you're yeah, but alone. You, don't, you, you don't know if you're going to make the shot. I mean, you get the free throws, but you don't know if you yeah. make the shot. So, yeah, but but you know that if uh, the official, what it says is that uh, if if that happens and you make one of uh, one or the two free throws, then you get the assist. I still don't know. I I, I just I, uh, I I still don't know if I necessarily uh, agree that because I mean. Uh, you know, if, if, if the player doesn't, you know, make either of the free throws, then you, you also uh, don't get the assist or you yeah, wouldn't get the assist. I mean, that's okay. not really, that's not really, uh, um, okay. I mean, that's really just a, a, a side question yeah. that kind of came up there. Okay. Um, um, it's, so, so the, the project is, has gotten some pretty high level personalities uh, in the game mm-hmm. to collaborate, you know, you have your league champions, uh, Sergio Rodriguez and Tony Rigadu, um, world, world champion, uh, Victor Claver, uh, Euro Cup champ- champion, um, uh, Jan Yagla, legendary women players, uh, Amaya Valdemora and, uh, Anna Monantanya. Um, and, and then there's also famous basketball TikToker Ari Gelli and professional three and three player Leandro uh, Discreto. Um, 
you know, those are some pretty high, high powered support there. Um, how has their power, their, um, you know, uh, their, you know, uh, uh, you know, personalities, their notoriety, how, how, how have you used that in your collaboration? Well, I think all the people that you mentioned, uh, also Jose Calderon, which is a <laughs> great asset for us. Um, I think they have been so important for us, really so important in, uh, in all the different senses, you know, because uh, on one hand, they gave uh, a lot of credit uh, to the project and what we're doing. And also, all these people are very active, um, and they really help out in, in spreading the word. Um, they have done a great job as an ambassadors, you know, just bringing out the word and, and just making great connections. And at the end, really, the, the reality is speeding up the process because this uh, this digital transition at the end it's it's a it's a momentum. It's a momentum that actually, if you take the, uh, take the pandemic, it has speed up everything. Uh, so um, it, being able to have those really good connections and really high level connections have really helped us out a lot. You know, so for for us, all these people that you are mentioning have been really, really, really important. And as you have said, in different level, because some of people are, are NBA, some people are U-League, some people are three-on-three, three, some people are more of a, a street basketball, because at the end, NBN 23 is about basketball is about all basketball it's not about uh professional basketball and that's it or grassroots basketball it's about three on three it's about street basketball it's about five on five it's about youth basketball so that's that's basically it's about tournaments it's about leagues so uh basically our our goal is to be able to digitize everything uh every game that it's happening out there uh this is actually a question i i forgot to actually ask at the beginning and i'll ask it now just because you just mentioned it and it came up and nbn 23 What's the uh, background and uh, of that name? <laughs> okay, that's a good question. Uh, <clears throat> so basically, NBN twenty three uh, stands for nothing but net, which you know that it's a basketball expression. So that's that's basically what it means. And of course, the number twenty three. I think it has you know uh, it's uh, the, probably the greatest players to play the game of basketball uh, were uh, number 23, of course, MJ and, and LeBron. So I think uh, number 23 is a number that has been very related to basketball. And, and we wanted to uh, somehow uh, thank these people for everything that they uh, have given and all the incredible nights that we have lived thanks to, to them. Actually, if you look at the um, fan engagement app, which is Swish, at the end, it's nothing but net. So it's just the uh, the sound. <laughs> so whatever. Ah, sorry, I got you. It's a switch. So basically, it's it's a uh, we we played a little bit with those names. So uh, we always had the, uh, the roots. On. Um, to to get an idea, maybe how how widespread this is used. Uh, maybe could you offer some numbers as far as you know? Maybe you know number of games digitalized. You know how many players. Are, are in the system. And, and when I say that, that's probably people who have signed up uh, in, in, in Swish, right? And then um, and then how many users, how many countries, et cetera, just maybe if you can uh, provide some some numbers just to kind of get an idea for, for those who don't really know much about this, how, how widespread it is. Sure. So um, in terms of uh, 
digitized basketball games. I think uh, currently we are the number one company in the world to digitize uh, basketball games. We are over 350,000 basketball games. Uh, just to put a little bit on perspective, because I think when you talk about these numbers, you know, it might seem a lot or not that, my, that, that many. But I think when you put that uh, in perspective, especially on a weekend, for example, just on a regular weekend uh, on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, next, next Friday, Saturday and Sunday, we will be digitizing uh, over 3,000 games only in one weekend. Um, what that means is that only in one weekend and probably only on a Saturday, we digitize more games than if you take all the games, all the league of the NBA, and you take all the games that are played in the uh, in the year, if you take all the games that are played on the DBB plus the ACB plus the EuroLeague, if you take them all, uh, only one day we digitize maybe, I don't know, three times more or two times more, something like that. So it's uh, it's really, uh, you know, a really big volume that, that we do in terms of uh, digitized basketball games. Um, of course, we started in, in Europe, uh, based in, uh, in in Spain, and it was it was good because we were just uh, uh, world champions, and and, and then again uh, uh, we are uh, again world champions. So it, it's a really good country for for basketball, uh, and then we started to spread out uh, through all the different continents. You know, so right now we do digitize games and leagues throughout all, all the different continents, you know, uh, South America, North America, Europe, Africa, where we have grown a lot, Asia, even uh, Australia and, and New Zealand. So uh, we are really global, uh, operating in uh, 65 countries so far. Um, so uh, uh, that, that, those are, and in terms of, uh, you were also asking about some numbers on users. Um, we, uh, when we started back in 2015, uh, our business and as everything evolved so fast, we're more based on website, uh, where we hit over uh, 1.2 million uh, different users or unique users. Uh, but then, as as we grew uh, and uh, you know we went into different um, uh, places, we uh, migrated into uh, the app world. And that then is when we uh, launched uh, Swiss just before the pandemic. So basically, we can say that. This um, this year has been our first, let's say, more uh, real year with the app, uh, and we are close to one hundred and fifty thousand unique users uh, so so far. Making it uh, in the markets where we uh, have presence, we are usually number one app in terms of the amateur uh, basketball uh, apps. So those are that's a little summary on on some of the numbers. <laughs> And, and, and you mentioned before, you know, even if you want to follow a, a U12 game, you know, whatever, I mean, you, you go wherever, uh, I mean, any, any level that, uh, that the organizers, the, um, I guess, I guess you would call it the organizers, uh, mm-hmm. say, you know, Hey, we want to hook up with the system and, and, you know, we have the scores, um, and everybody online, that's what you, it doesn't matter what level, as long as there's a score at the table, uh, you can be included in that uh, in the in, in the network, if you will. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What we what we try to deliver, David, is uh, it's a, uh, a, a 
the same experience to everyone that is playing. I, I forgot, and for us, that's something really, really important as well. Even, for example, wheelchair basketball. We have done a lot of things with wheelchair basketball as well. So, you know, uh, an organizer and sometimes big organizers have all these kind of things. They have the uh, wheelchair basketball. They have uh, three and three uh, tournaments sometimes in the uh, um, uh, in the summer or in some other moments. They also have uh, youth, you know, very young basketball Actually, even uh, we, we are the official partner for uh, st statistics of FIMBA, which I'm not sure if you know about FIMBA, but it's a really great project that organizes the maxi basketball. It's for older people. You know, so uh, I always say that uh, the, the youngest we have digitized is uh, eight years old, seven years old, and the uh, oldest or more experienced, I would say, <laughs> more experience. is 80 more, more, more experienced. Uh, it's 89 years old. Wow. 89. Wow. So uh -huh. you can imagine, you know, how inclusive we are on, on everything and everything that we do always try to do uh, to be very, very inclusive with, uh, with all the community and all basketball that is played. I, I can imagine with, with, with COVID, you know, keeping a lot of fans from being able to go to games that this actually also helped you uh, in getting more reach. Uh, I, I assume that's fair. How, how, how were you, affected by the pandemic in, in earth well i mean in, in in one hand of course as uh, as when i would divide it into two different phases the first phase when uh there were no games because everyone was locked down at home that was you know that was a a, a tough moment uh in terms of hey what what should we do so basically what we did um is we really invested a lot of time, effort into improving our, our products, into making it more scalable. And then is, for example, when we uh, would deliver all the platforms for training, online training, online certification. Um, also, as a lot of organizers didn't have uh, competitions, what they had was time to think about where they wanted to go. So it was a really good moment for us, really good momentum for us to grow with them and say, okay, these are the plans. These are the digital transition plan that we can do together. So it was good in that sense. And then basketball was back into the court. So when basketball was back onto the court, but no public was allowed, then it was also, you know, they, the, 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 all the community really appreciated because they couldn't go and see their kid play. You know, they were playing, but no, no public was was allowed. So the only way to watch the game was through the app. And, you know, people were really, really engaged and they, they really appreciated because otherwise, you know, until the kid was back home or uh, some, some parents were just waiting on the, uh, on the parking lot, you know, and uh, so the, it, it was a way of, of being able to watch whatever was happening on the court. So that was good. Um, and, um, so you, you mentioned DBB, the German basketball federation before, um, uh, I, 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 I know you, you work with them, you work with Switzerland, Lebanon, Angola. Um, how, uh, um, you know, how many professional leagues are you working with then right now? And, and sort of what, what does, uh, you know, what can you say, give us about that? Yeah. Um, so as, as I said before, it, it is really not our, our main goal for, uh, to go to the professional leagues. But what happens with a lot of uh, different organizers that, that we work with is that our system is so easy to use that once they start to roll it uh, 
down to uh, all the different uh, divisions, they find it is like, hey, this is just much easier than what we were doing before. Yeah. So uh, wh why can't we do this in the professional leagues? And for us, it's, I mean, it's, uh, it's perfect. It's, it's uh, no, no problem at all, you know? So yeah, as, as you mentioned, we do have uh, several countries and leagues where, where we are also working with the, uh, with the professional leagues, such as, such as Germany, such as uh, Mexico, such as uh, some uh, several uh, countries in, in, in South America. Uh, so uh, yeah, L Lebanon, uh, you know, we, we are just starting, for example, with the uh, women uh, basketball in Germany. So yeah, we do have a, a, a lot of these and it's, um, it, it's like a second step when once we start, but again, it's, it's really, it's really not our, our main goal. Our main goal is to be able to deliver a professional like experience to the, uh, to anyone that is playing basketball and is not professional. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, uh, um, any national team events at all? Uh, we, we, yeah, we have done, uh, uh, several national teams. For example, uh, just before the Olympics, we did this uh, uh, on, on on Paris, on France. We did uh, there was a, these great games, uh, France versus Spain, which actually were they were uh, on the finals on the Olympics, and it was it was a really 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 good game. And we have digitized uh, some of these there, um, and especially for the youth as well, we have digitized a lot of different tournaments uh, on, on on the national teams. But again, it's it's really not where our focus is. That that's the reality. We do it because at the end, you know, it's uh, it's easy to use. People know it, know the system. They're very comfortable. Whenever they ask for it. Uh, we are there. Uh, it's not something that we do promote that much, but yeah, we, we have done uh, several of these. So we started in 2015. You, you've made a lot of strides. You mentioned during the, 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 the pandemic, the beginning where everybody was locked down, you guys, you know, uh, you know, sort of took, uh, took a lot of different steps. Um, you said goals aren't necessarily to get into professional basketball. W what are some of your business goals? You know, what are some of the, you know, for the future, expand, whatnot, what, what are some of the things that you, you know, obviously you want to take, you want to make sure that the product as is, you know, really is at the highest level and, and stays at the highest level. Um, but maybe what are some of the things that you're, um, you're, you're working on trying to, 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 to expand or, or whatnot and, um, yeah, just you know, what what are you, what do you yeah, think about think, for the future? Yeah, I think there are basically two major things. One is that we have we are continuing with our international expansion, and actually, for example, uh, uh, for U.S., Canada are really key markets for us, uh, where we are already doing things, and and uh, we are doing uh, good investments in terms of teams, in terms of um, uh, uh, product. To uh, to make sure that it's uh, it's it's valuable also in in those places, um, so that that you know we we continue very hard to do the international expansion because at the end the reality is that there's a lot to do still you know it's a lot of pen and paper still so uh, we have a really uh, big potential but especially those places that I just mentioned uh, also uh, some some of the countries in Asia as well. Uh, we are we are working hard on on that. Uh, we also have a um, uh, we are growing a lot in Africa. Africa for us is a key market, especially in the midterm, because there's you know basketball 
it has a great potential. Uh, more and more African players are coming out, but they they really need a little help, you know. And and I think technology it's a way to show them to be uh, to be able to give them more visibility. Uh, so in, in Africa, we have already signed with uh, a lot of countries, and very soon we'll be announcing uh, several more. So that's something that is very exciting for us. Uh, in the meantime, as well, we are also working hard on, on, the, on the product because at the end, what we do is that one and, and uh, at the very beginning of the interview, um, I was mentioning that um, uh, for, for us, everything starts with the score sheet, uh, digitizing the score sheet. And from there is when we start generating different products, different offering. So um, we're also working hard in, in uh, having a, a more compelling and more engagement um, type of product lineup where we can have a more of a fantasy games, uh, more of a quiz games, things like that. So people don't only have fun during the game or right after the game or right before the game, but it's more of a, of a, a fun engagement and you can always have fun. You know, you, you can either play the game on site or you can play the game online. So we are trying to, uh, to deliver a lot of really cool and fun, uh, fun products. So I would say those are our two main goals, you know, just work uh, a lot onto the fun engagement, delivering really cool products and uh, going more international. Can't wait for the U, the U16 fantasy f- uh, league yeah. for Spanish basketball. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's something that's in the roadmap for sure. You know, it, yeah, but you just imagine, you know, because we have always played. I mean, people that love fantasy games, yeah. um, it's it's always cool to have LeBron James and all these people. But hey, how cool would it me. be? I want my son. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I want, correct. I want yeah, my cousin. That's it. That's it. So, and, and that's something that we're also uh, working on. And it's going to be really cool. Right, cool. All right. Um, all right. Let's let's finish off. Tell everybody, uh, you know, how can they people how can they find you? Uh, how can they you know what what apps, whatnot? Uh, tell people how they can uh, can reach you on all your platforms. Get the word out. Sure. Well, I mean, uh, for global, more corporate information, they can just go into the website NBN. Uh, 23.tech or .com, it's the same. Uh, in terms of app, uh, what I would recommend is to go uh, into the app stores, um, uh, search for uh, Swish by MBN23, or if it's in Germany, the DBB scores, uh, and uh, you know, just download uh, download the app and start enjoying. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, straightforward. Uh, we also have a uh, customer support that it's always locked in. So uh, if they have any questions, we are always there to to help uh, all the community and and make things uh, as easy and as fun as possible. And and if people want to score for you, can they also go through that avenue, or how does how would that work? Would they go through the organizer, or how would that work? Yeah, we usually in that sense we usually work through the organizers. Uh, one thing that we're also working on on the. Um, uh, on, on that piece, on the in-game part, is uh, being able to uh, uh, open it so anyone could record any game that it's uh, it's played. So if you, uh, uh, you know, you just go with your friends and you play just a pickup game, uh, being able to record that game as well. Not not necessarily needing to be and, uh, uh, on the, under the umbrella of an organizer. Uh, that's something that we're currently uh, also working on. Uh, for the moment, we do it through the organizer. But in the, in the near future, we'll have that possibility as well. 
All right, fantastic. Uh, Miguel Bouillon, uh, CEO, NBN23, Swish. Uh, thanks a lot for coming on and, and uh, giving us some uh, a fun look at a, um, a, a, a side of the game not many people maybe think about. Uh, but uh, as I always, I always say, there's so many different ways that the game is, uh, it, it involves people. Uh, so thanks for for giving us a, a look at uh, at some uh, it's something that the, the that the scorers who are so quiet there at the table um, actually might be doing that can help you uh, enjoy the game. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. My pleasure being with you. Thank you.